hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. What's going on, Kate Walking Jay? <laughs> all is well, all is well. How are you? I'm good. What's going on, Jay? <laughs> Everything's good, Britt. Everything's good. You, you're happy tonight, Britt. You're laughing, you're giggling. It's going to be a fun show tonight. <laughs> I don't know if you guys just seen, but my stuff is freezing up. So I had to completely <laughs> shut down and come back on within like 30 seconds before the, you know, our intro came in and out. So I, I was hope ready, I'm not bro. freezing too much. Yeah, I saw you. It looked like you were out of the stream. Then then you were grayed out. It, I, it looked like yeah. you couldn't hear. I was like, uh-oh, Brit's having some technical difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, my first day back. I know my background. I said this before. It looks like I'm in a prison. We don't. I'm not in a prison, y'all. Let's make that clear. All right. All right. I, I, I would never survive in a prison. It ain't, it ain't for me. Um, so I'll be a good girl for the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> but all right, guys. I'm back. I'm happy to be back. I'm excited to be back. I'm ready to talk some sports. Um, all right, we're going to get into a lot of stuff today. Of course, the NFL is right around the corner. We're going to talk about it. Then a little bit later, we're going to get into some college. Um, football as well. Week zero started last week, so week one is officially this week. And also, we got some NBA news, some interesting news that I had to throw in there at the last minute. And of course, guys, we always have um, inbounds, outbounds, our rants later on in um, who's balling segment at the end. You guys ready to talk some sports? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. But before we get started, please, please follow us on Twitter. Is it Twitter? X, one of them. I don't know. When I do this, it means Black Panthers. So I don't know what the heck this <laughs> name was doing. So I'm still going to call it Twitter for now. Please follow us at The Sideline Speaks. We're also on YouTube, of course. Most of us are watching this on YouTube right now at The Sideline Speaks. And we're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you could listen to your podcast. I'm pretty sure we there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into some sports. First things first, I have to get into it because some surprising situations, news, I guess, happened this weekend between two teams. One team I don't like at all, and the other team kind of doesn't like my team. I don't know where that rivalry came from, but it kind of came out of nowhere, I guess. And it's not necessarily the fans. It might be some of the fans, but the players seem not to like us. <laughs> um but as we know, or recently heard, the 49ers traded quarterback Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys. Ugh, can't stand that team. I'm back talking about that team again. Um, so I want to know, does the Trey Lance trade put pressure on Mr. Dak Prescott? And Jay, I don't still don't know if that's your team yet. I'm not sure if you're going to announce it today. I'm going to make week. my announcement tonight. I'm going to make my announcement tonight. All right. And last week will be the day. Tonight. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to hear it. So does the Trey Lance trade put pressure on Dak Prescott? You know what, Jay? We're going to come to you first on this one. <clears throat> You know what, Britt? It's it's a really good question. I, I'm gonna say no, not not right away. Obviously, Trey Lance, he's got to get in there, he's got to learn the offense, he's got to get acclimated, all those things. So, with the season right around the corner, I don't think there's any pressure on Dak right away. But I, I mean, listen, Trey Lance was what is the third pick in the draft? K Walk, is that right? When they when they That's took right. him, so obviously, this is a guy that has a ton of ability, a ton of potential. 
I think, you know, arm talent wise and maybe just talent wise, I think he probably mm-hmm. is a more talented <laughs> athlete than Dak Prescott is. Obviously, Dak is the much more experienced and more accomplished quarterback. But let's say Dak struggles around week eight, week nine, week 10. To have a guy like Trey Lance in your rearview mirror, I do think that does create a little bit of pressure. And we all know Jerry Jones. I mean, he likes mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. He would love nothing more than to maybe roll a new toy out there and see what it can mm-hmm. do. So I'm going to say not right now, Britt, but maybe in about seven or eight weeks, it could become an issue. Yeah, it's for me um... – <laughs> It's, it's interesting because I think Trey Lance is, I don't want to say he's being slept on. Um, I just think he needs an opportunity to yeah. show his what he's I capable agree. of. As we all know, he didn't play that much in college. So his reps is not up there like most rookies coming into the game. Um, so this was really a big learning curve for him because he didn't play so much in college. Like, you know, maybe a Jalen Hurts or a Brock Purdy or whoever, Anthony Richardson, whoever had a lot of reps or a playing time in college. Um, I think it'll put some pressure a little bit on Dak Prescott. I really do. Um, because who's their backup quarterback? Cooper Rush? And then you Rush, have Will yeah. Greer. Um, you're not getting Ooh, rid they of just released. They just yeah, released. They released oh. Yeah. Yeah. oh, they did just release Greer. Okay, so they yeah. just released Greer. So Trey Lance is the third quarterback, we're assuming, right now. Yeah. Um I think I don't for some reason I don't think the coaching staff or the players they give him respect because of his experience and because of things that that he has accomplished during the regular season. But all in all, let's be real. I don't think they respect them as much as you would think players and coaching should respect your starting quarterback. You know how the 49ers, you know, surrounded themselves around a Brock Purdy or how the Eagles surrounded themselves around a Jalen Hurts, so forth and so forth. Dak doesn't get that. He gets popped <laughs> in practice. He falls. I'm noticing <laughs> videotape of, you know, they just looking at him like, get up. You all right. You know, the way they talk to him is a little bit different than how nobody in any other camp has really called their quarterback, you know, what Trayvon Diggs said their, to uh, uh, their quarterback. <laughs> It was just like, we don't really respect you. We respect you because you're on our team, but do we really respect you? So I do think there is some pressure on Dak Prescott. I do. And I think this will be, I don't know if this is his last year to prove it, but I feel like, like they say with the coaches, he's in the hot seat right now. He's got to get it done this year or they're going to look be looking to trade him. I know there's a lot of dead money against the cap, but I think they had, they're had they starting to become tired of him. But K-Walk, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with, with you, Britt, on, on this one. I don't um I don't think it's immediate pressure, but it's definitely he is right. definitely on notice, um, along with Mike McCarthy as well. Because the way Jerry Jones went about it, if you looked at it, he didn't even notify, he didn't he didn't speak to these guys. He just as soon as Trey Lance became available, he made he pulled that trigger. So, you know, that you know, I don't know if he did it because he wants to put pressure on Dak or he feels like Trey Lance can really help him down the road. But either way, you know, it's Jerry Jones's world. So you know, he pulled that trigger. I like you, Britt, say that uh, Trey Lance has a ton of ability, just like Jay, you mentioned as well. Um, unfortunately, you know, 
he didn't progress as, as quickly as the 49ers would would have liked. Um, and the 49ers understand right now their window is closing. They have a window right now, but it's slowly but surely closing, and they need someone to produce immediately. They don't have time for to wait for uh, Trey Lance to develop. I know they gave up what they gave up to get him, but they thought doing that he was going to be an immediate play, play uh, plug-and-play guy. But um, like John Lynch said, you know, they, they made a mistake. They took a shot, and they missed. But, you know, um, they knew he, he has he's talented and they know he can be, um, you know, he can be successful elsewhere um, as long as, um, you know, he's willing to, to, to take the time. But as soon as it was announced that Sam Darnold was the backup quarterback, he said, I'm demanding a trade, which is understandable because he needs to go somewhere and he needs to get those reps that you mentioned, uh, uh, Britt. But going back to Dak Prescott, I think it's, it's on notice. And I think that we're going to ask for it each and every time that Dak Prescott throws an interception or he throws an incomplete pass, or the or the Cowboys lose, you know they're going to be calling for Trey Lance. You know they're going to be calling for that guy because they gave up what they gave up for him and they took on this contract as well. So, yeah, there's going to be pressure on Dak, I think, from day one. As soon as everyone knows that Trey Lance is ready to take the reins or he's comfortable with the offense, like Jay mentioned, once he gets into that building and he gets comfortable with those receivers and gets comfortable with the play calling – yeah, Dak is really going to be put on notice, and there's going to be pressure on Dak too, as well. Um, and Mike McCarthy, you know, look out, because even before this trade happened, they were talking about Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott being on the hot seat. So for sure it puts pressure on both of them. Yeah, and don't let them lose a few games out of the yeah. gate. Like, don't let yeah. them get off to a slow start, mm-hmm. because no. then you know the fans, the media, everybody's going to be hyping this thing up. So. The best thing that can do is come out of the gate and win two, three, four games in a row and kind of quiet yeah. all the noise around this situation. Yeah. Right. I want to know what the over under yeah. is going to be when uh, that when Trey Lance gets into the building, how many times they're going to show Trey Lance on the sideline. I want to know what <laughs> yeah. the over under per game that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the thing, the thing is, though, the first two games are not easy for the Cowboys. I mean, nope. some may look at the Giants and be like, yeah, it's just the Giants, but that's a rivalry. Rivals are always the toughest because you know each other the most. And yeah. in your second game, you're going right into the Jets. So you can start off oh, 2-1-0, you can start off 1-1, one one, or you can start off 0-2. So this would go either which way. So I think right off the gate. And then week four, week five, you go against the Patriots, Offensively, they're not that great, right. but they always have a stout defense. And then week five, you hit the you hit the 49ers. We just seen what happened. <laughs> we literally just seen what happened yeah. in the playoffs. Um, so they're they're coming right off out the gate. Their schedule is a little tough. Um, probably not as tough as the Eagles, but it is a little tough to start the season. I think the Eagles yeah. to start the season is a little bit easier, hopefully. Fingers crossed on that one. Just never know. Um, but speaking, I know, k you mentioned it a little bit. Um, you talked about it a little bit earlier. Should Jerry Jones have let Mike McCarthy and Dak know about the Lynch <laughs> trade? Because he just did it. He just said, yeah. I'm going to just make this trade, not notify anything. k I don't know if you have any more thoughts to that, but I'm going to let Jay go first. And if you do, just come right after him. Gotcha. Yeah, normally, Britt, like you would think that that is just the normal protocol, at least just to show some respect to your head coach, mm-hmm. your franchise quarterback, right? It's not like you're asking for their permission to do it. 
but you're just saying, hey, this is what we're looking to do. I'm going to bring this. It's just a sign of respect, really. Uh, so for Jerry Jones to just say, look, I did what I had to do. I took care of business. I wasn't telling anybody. I just needed to get it done. To me, it kind of shows me exactly what he thinks of those two guys. Like he doesn't have a ton of I don't think he has a ton of respect for Mike McCarthy as a head coach. And I, I think he likes Dak as his quarterback. But he doesn't love Dak as his quarterback. Dak is not a guy that he's not willing to part ways with. And I think the fact that he just took care of business without just showing them a little respect to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I think that's all you need to know about how he feels about those relationships. Yeah, uh, it's... This is this is Jerry Jones. It's, it's just yep. the thing is the Jerry way Jerry Hill. Jones moves. It's all about Jerry's world. But no, I, I agree with you, Jay. It's a protocol, just a level of respect that so is supposed to be there normally. Yeah. Now I understand he's the boss. You know, you know, in a normal everyday job, I guess you could say. Well, that is their normal everyday job, but in a corporate world. The boss doesn't necessarily need to consult an employee mm-hmm. to hire somebody. Right. right. But this is different because this guy can potentially replace you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you yeah. can get yeah. replaced. This is not yeah. like, you know, it's a, an employee working on this and you're going to add another employee to work on the same thing. So you guys work together. It doesn't work like doesn't that. Work in football that way. Nope. Nope. It does not work <laughs> that way. When that, when they trade for a quarterback, he could he will replace you if you don't play right and then you're out you're gone you're out and who knows you could end up like Carson Wentz but that is not that bad guys he will never end up like Carson Wentz actually he might go to the Chiefs which we'll talk about that later but <laughs> we'll talk about that later but so it's it's interesting should he have done it I would say yes but to me it shows a level of respect and that's how I think if they don't get it right this year. I think both of them may be gone next year. But, K-Rock, okay, what are your, your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with – well, I'll agree with both of you because you, both of you said, you know, yes, they should have, and then no, he, he shouldn't have at the same time because of the fact that the matter is he's the boss, he's Jerry. Um, he doesn't – you know, he's the one who signs the checks. No one signs his checks. So um, I get it from that aspect. But like you both guys mentioned, like, yes, there's a level of respect that you have to show these guys and say, listen – this is a major move. I mean, this is it's like you mentioned, Britt, you kind of alluded to, like this is not a corner playing, you know, you bring in a corner to play on the opposite side of your best corner or, you right. know, uh, a, a, a edge rusher playing on the opposite side of an edge rusher. These guys can't play at the same time. You know, they can't be on the field at the same time. So one of right. these guys have to be there. So you bring in a guy like this, and we everyone knows that, you know, Trey Lance is, is a great talent. You know, he has the potential of, of you know, of, of being really, really good um, in this league. You, Jay mentioned the arm strength, the mobility, things of that nature. You put him in the right situation, then you know he he can he can uh, definitely um, he can definitely uh, succeed. So I think he definitely should have uh, let them guys know, get, give him a heads up, man. Um, just gave him a heads up and say, listen, I'm bringing in Trey Lance, and just just kind of smooth it out. Like, listen to Dak. This has nothing to do with you. We just this is an insurance policy. That's how I would look at this. Is this an insurance policy? seen what the 49ers went through last year it can happen to anyone so basically what i'm doing here is i'm just making sure that we're we're okay if you go down for whatever reason knock on wood of course and then mike mccarthy listen you know you're, you're bringing we're bringing another guy for you to get ready for this office just in case you know deck is hurt or things don't go the way we plan right. you have a plan b so i think that's how he should have approached it i know jerry jones if i were to sit down and talk to him 
he would have escorted me or had me escorted out because ain't nobody <laughs> telling Jerry Jones what to do whatsoever. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's how I think he should have handled it for sure. He definitely should have given them a heads up. Yeah, and the yeah. other thing too, man, like these these athletes, like some of the best athletes in the world, they have all the money in the world, but they're sensitive, man. Like they, they yes. are sensitive people. Yes. So you bring another guy in, you don't really say anything. You don't give him a heads up. I guarantee you Dak felt some kind of way about that. Like he might not come out and say it in the media, but I guarantee you he felt some yeah. kind of way about it. Yeah, he absolutely felt some type, uh, some kind of way, but we're going to see what happens. Is it going to be game on? Or is he going to feel the pressure and, and crap up, crap out? So yeah. it's going to be an interesting season. See how this goes. Because look, I like the young, the young kid Trey Lance. He just has to really learn and grow um, yeah. as the third, second or third quarterback. I can actually see him becoming the second quarterback, yeah. um, the backup quarterback, really soon. Yeah. Just the more he gets his reps up. I think if he would have, if he was drafted maybe by a Colts team or Buccaneers team outside of Tom Brady he would have had the repetition that he needed to yeah. really uh, 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 get to where he needs to be. But because he was on a Super Bowl contending team, they need to win now. So mm -hmm. I do understand the 49ers perspective in that as well. But let's hope this kid don't turn out to be like a Jalen Hurts, because if that's the case, remember, I still don't <laughs> like the Cowboys, although I like some of their players, all right? I still don't like them, and I don't want them to win at all. But all right, guys, we're going, I'm going to uh, take a break here. But when we come back, I want to talk, get into a little bit, which I did not put this in our list because um, it was kind of just announced today, maybe late last night, um, the Carson Wentz situation and the Chiefs. So I want to talk about that a little bit when we come back. And I also want to talk about something that's just got announced today with, the, with this NBA player that we've been talking about for so, so long, so, so long. But you guys, are, you guys are watching The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome back. Welcome back. What the heck was that? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Do y'all hear you? That's me. Sorry. Oh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking around. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Jay, you got nah, us on here looking me. crazy. <laughs> no, nah, that was me. Uh, I, I don't know about the first one, but the second one was definitely me. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Again, just just to remind you guys, please, please follow us or subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Sideline Speaks. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts, we are there. All right, guys. Prior to the break, I said when we come back from break, we're going to talk about a former Philadelphia Eagle, 
a former Washington commander, a former Indianapolis Colts. Is there anything else? I don't think so. But now, apparently, Carson Wentz, quarterback Carson Wentz, who has yet to be signed by any team, has been in conversation and have stayed in conversation with the Kansas City Chiefs all offseason. What are your thoughts about Carson was potentially joining the Kansas City Chiefs as, of course, the backup quarterback? Okay, welcome. I'm come to you first. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I like it. I mean, how I, I don't think he can mess that up with. Um, I think is he is he reuniting with uh, Andy Reid there? No, they, was no, he not. He mm-hmm. wasn't there, was it? Okay, mm-hmm. so um, I guess you know Andy Reid is you know you know arguably the best. Um, head coach and best play caller uh, in, in the game and scheming up things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't think it's um, – I think it will be a good fit. I think what we're starting to see a lot of these uh, teams are starting to get quality backup um, uh, quarterbacks now. Again, as the 49ers – what happened to the 49ers, you know, they're, they're trying to, you know, make sure that they don't fall into that, 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 that realm of things. Um, I like it. It's so funny because I was just talking to my brother today about, you know, who's the backup quarterback for the uh, – for the Kansas City Chiefs, is it is it still Chad Henning? Chad Henning still the backup there? I, I think he retired. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, I'm not sure either. But I'm not sure. I thought he was still there. That's why I was saying I didn't even know. I I, I didn't look it up um, or anything like that. But um, going back to Carson Wentz, I think it's a quality. I, I think it's a quality pickup for those guys. Um, I think they they need someone in case. You know, they're without Patrick Holmes. We see him. Um, he went down with that um, that high ankle sprain last year, even though, you know, he's Superman like um, he can he can go through that because, uh, you know, a hurt uh, a hurt Patrick Holmes is better than a lot of backups in, in the league and better than some starters right. um, a, as well. But, yeah, I think um, as an insurance policy, I like it. Um, you know, it's hard to mess up in Andy Reid's offense uh, uh, for sure. So I think he'll put him in a situation where he'll be able to not fail. Um, you know, don't drop the ball. Don't lose the game for us if it comes down to this. You don't have to win it for us. Just don't lose it for us. So I, I like I like that pickup if it does happen. Uh, well, to answer your one question, Chad Henney did retire. He retired okay. after they okay. won the Super Bowl. He announced it on okay. Instagram. Um, okay. To me, the question is, where is his mentality? How does he want to approach this locker room? Because we heard time and time again, he is not the most team-friendly guy. Um, Carson Wentz has a mentality of it's all about me type of not there. <laughs> ego. He had it with the Eagles, and that's the reason why the Eagles booted him out. He had issues in the commander's locker room, he had issues even in the Colts locker room. And the owner, I mean, Jim Ursay got his own issues. We all know this. <laughs> but the owner even came out and said he was one of the biggest, he was like one of the biggest mistakes we could have ever did. Because I think they traded for him if I if I'm not mistaken. Um, so what is his mentality? Because he does have talent. Um, he does, I think you're right, Kwa, in the fact that Andy Reid can hone in certain things as far as that hero mentality, which gets him into a lot of trouble. Because we've seen him make some amazing plays when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, break from tackles, no player usually breaks from, and then throw it 60 yards down the field for a touchdown. So we've seen this potential. But some certain things happened since then. And I know Philadelphia is a rough town, fans base, if that's what you want to call it. Um, But there was something else going on. It's not just that. Because what happened when you left Philadelphia? You didn't have to worry about this fan base anymore. Now you had the commander's fan base 
or I think he went to the Colts first one of them. Colts, yeah, Colts. Um, mm-hmm. He w- went to the Colts, who was not as rough on their so-called players as much, right? They don't put as much pressure on you. And then you went to the Commanders, mm-hmm. which kind of existent, but then is not existent at the same time. So what is his mentality walking into this into this locker room? Could Andy Reid be good for him? Yes, but at the same time, Carson Wentz can hurt this team if Patrick Mahomes is not playing, which we know Patrick Mahomes will give it his all to play. So he'll probably never see the field anyway. So I guess it never hurts for them to have a quality, young, fairly young quarterback um, back there. So I don't see it see a problem. But as long as he's approaching it with a team first mentality, that's all I'm saying. But Jay, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, look, there's nothing more humbling than bouncing around the league a little bit. You know, like when you think you're the man and then you're on another team and then you're on another team, like eventually that's going to knock you down a few pegs. So I feel like from a mentality standpoint, he's just got to come in there and keep his mouth shut and be humble. I mean, and it's not like there's a quarterback competition or controversy him and Patrick Mahomes are on are worlds apart so it's not like him coming into that locker room where he's going to need to take any kind of leadership role or or the team's going to be looking to him for anything so I think because it's Patrick Mahomes because it's Andy Reid I feel like bringing a guy like Winston I, I don't really see any issue with it at all this this league is brutal, you know, and at some point your your quarterback's going to get banged up, it's going to get nicked up. So if you can have a competent quarterback come in and and hold the fort down for a game or two, it's definitely a win win. So I, I think it's fine. I, I think Blaine Gabbert is, is there now, so I think he's the backup. Oh, so it'll okay, be interesting okay. to see how those two mm-hmm. play out. But yeah, I, I think it's good. I mean, look, you could never have too many quarterbacks in in, in today's NFL. Well, I will say this though: if Andy Reid is calling you, that means he sees something special in you. So, for sure. For sure. yeah, for you sure. always trust Andy Reid because he knows talent. When nobody mm-hmm. else can see it, he understands and he knows talent. So, and there it is. All right, guys. But I'd also know he can't come back to Philadelphia. It ain't happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. Because look, you get into a fight with Darren Sproles, like Darren Sproles wanted to beat you down. That's a problem. That is probably one of the most kindest, yeah, humble, yeah. quiet guys yeah. around. So it's just like, what did you do for Darren Sproles to want to fight you? To me, that's a problem. I'm not yeah. going to say fight, but an argument. Because I don't know if it was came to an actual blow, but I heard it could have gotten there. So that that that's 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 interesting. But, you know, he, a couple years older, hopefully wiser, more mature. Exactly. That's we'll where I'm going to go next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At least we hope we see what's going on. Nope. That's a different situation. I'm not going to mention him. All right, guys, let's move on. Uh, I want to switch over to the NBA um, because it was interesting. There was an interview that recently happened with Mr. Ben Simmons, Benjamin Simmons. Um, Bench and Simmons. there was there was a question and he was asked. He was asked to reflect on his days in Philadelphia. And he said he had a good time, a great time. I'm kind of just summarizing everything. Um, but he also said people always ask me um, if he were to get traded again, where would he like to go? Where would he like to be traded to? He said, <laughs> I just say Philly. Philly is a second home to me. And in, and in time, you learn and you grow as a person. 
He's also said he always has love for Philadelphia. And he always has love for the 76ers. <clears throat> I don't know if I should go first, but I'll let you guys go first. What are your <laughs> thoughts on this, <laughs> um, on this situation? And Ben Simmons, after everything he did, I guess, and put him and the organization went through. What are your thoughts on this? Jam, come to you first. <laughs> Britt, when, when you sent that, I, I'm not lying. And I, I feel like I'm a pretty decent reader. I mean, I read to my <laughs> students every day. I read that article three times just to make sure that I was seeing what I thought. When he said he, would, he wouldn't mind going back to Philly, I was like, wait a minute. Is that, does that say wouldn't mind or would mind? Like, I couldn't make sense of it because it just seems so far-fetched. Um, but I get it. I mean, you know, the, the thing about Philly is when they love you, they love you. You know, they really wrap their arms around you and embrace you. And when he was playing well, he probably felt that, you know. And then when everything turned sour, obviously it ended really bad. But I was just looking up how old he is. I mean, he's 27, 27 years old. Yeah. I mean, you know, he made a lot of mistakes when he was young. He's probably starting to mature a little bit. Maybe mm -hmm. he's realizing, look, I've done some things wrong. I haven't done, you know, put the kind of work in that I need to. I haven't worked on my game in the way that I need to. And maybe he feels like if he could get right, Philly wasn't so bad. So I, 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 I kind of understand maybe what he's saying. And and here's the thing about Philly: like when they turn on you, they turn on you. But mm -hmm. but if we could just imagine for a minute, like let's say Ben Simmons did go back to mm -hmm. Philly and he played well, like I think the fans would be forgiving. So I sort of understand it, but I was shocked like when I first looked at it because it it just seemed so out of the blue and surprising to me. Yeah, um, I was definitely shocked <laughs> because everything he said about the 76ers organization in Philadelphia yeah. when he left, you know, he yeah. said a lot of terrible things. Um, but as I was reading and I said, you know what, the same thing I said about Carson Wentz, you learn and you grow. And I think he started to understand certain situations that he put himself into, right? Um, even certain press conferences that was being read way too deep into about what Joe Allen Bede said, what the head coach said. When you sit and really think about it, what they said was not that bad. It was not that damaging, right? So it's just like he had to grow. He had to mature. He had to learn. And maybe these are the steps that he's he's working on. Um, Philadelphia is a very forgiving fan base. We will be hard on you. So, and I think, I think what he started also to understand is the Philadelphia fan base was actually supporting him a lot more than what he thought. Stop reading into the media because what I learned about the Philadelphia media, they will make the Philadelphia fan base sound like it's a certain way, right? We are a very supportive fan base. We will have your back. But the moment we see crazy antics and things that you're doing, that's when we no longer have your back. OK, when you start pointing your finger at the fan base or doing certain things, now we ain't going to have your back no more. Now it's like, get this guy out of here. We don't want nothing to do with him, yada, yada. But again, we are a very forgiving fan base. So, yes, if he was to get traded back, we would be mad. But if he plays out and play, shows up and plays out, oh, that's our guy again. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's just how it is. It's, it's our guy. Um, and we have done that plenty of times in the past. Um <laughs> 
I'm still I'm still a little shocked he came out and said that, guys. Me too. I, I, Me too. I really am surprised <laughs> that he came out and said that because of how everything deteriorated. Now, I don't know if he's saying that he's okay with the set, the organization and the fans, but he still doesn't want to play with Joel Embiid. I don't know if they worked their situation out, but that's between – those are two grown men. That ain't got nothing to do with none of us. So, But right now, I think he needs to work, focus on his game focus on dominating because I still think he's a young guy. He's entering his prime now, and I still think he has a certain skill set. But K-Walk, I'm looking at your face. He's looking like, yeah, the heck right. Um, Look, like you said, he could grow. We could see a whole other side of Ben Simmons, so we just don't know because he has so much talent coming out. Where did it go wrong? But K-Walk, go ahead. Yeah, no, it wasn't what you were saying. It was just about, I was just thinking about, you know, why he would come out and say this like i just don't know what to take from ben simmons and and i'm not trying to poke fun at this or or downplay this or devalue this you know it sounds like it's a mental issue and again ladies and gentlemen i'm not Mm -hmm. trying to downplay that but he goes back and forth we never know what is going on with this guy sometimes i think it's it's you know he he thinks he's hurt when he's really not hurt and um you know with the whole thing with the back injury and the whole thing with with uh with philly that trade that happened with uh, with Brooklyn, and then all of a sudden, this uh, you know this uh, this new um, uh, this new injury comes out of nowhere. I just don't know where Ben Simmons' head is at right now. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to you know downplay it or anything, but I don't. I just don't really don't know, man. I really think that he needs to seek needs to seek some some help. I'm not saying you know just because he wants to you know he he says it's okay to go. I, I don't mind going back to Philly that he needs to seek help. I'm not saying that, ladies and gentlemen. So I know you Philly fans can well get, get on me quick. Boy. Be careful. Just make that clear first and foremost, bro. Y'all come after me, man. Um, but um, yeah, no, I just don't know, you know, where that came from, why that question was posed, because I didn't hear anything about Brooklyn possibly trading this guy, even though Brooklyn looked good, you know, last year and then and um uh yeah, it's hard for me to to figure out what's going on with Ben Simmons and with Ben Simmons right now. Going back to Philly, would that be a good thing for him? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because and if you're going to go back to Philly and you're going to sit the bench and you're not and all of these mystery uh, injuries pop up. It's, it's not going to be a good thing, man. It's not going to be a good thing. And next thing you know, we're going to be hearing about another potential trade for you. But as long as he's healthy and he can play and if he really wants to do that and he can, like you said, make things right with Joel Embiid, then why not? You know, why not? I think, you know, James Harden wants out of there. We all know that. So now why not bring him in there and make, you know, three, uh, three team trade to get Harden elsewhere and Ben Simmons in there and someone else in Brooklyn or what have you. But yeah, why not? As long as he can show and prove that he's good physically and mentally, and he's willing to do that, then that, that shows you that he's he's growing up. But I don't know if he can handle it, though, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Where is his mentality as yeah. of right now? Because if you were to get traded back to Philadelphia, you better believe you're going to hear it from the fans. You're going to hear it from – forget the media. At this point, you, traded, you, you betrayed us, so you're going to hear it from the fans. Can you handle that? Can you rebuild that trust with the fan base? I'm not worried about the Philadelphia media because half of Philadelphia media is not even from Philadelphia. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to even talk about them. So the stuff they talk about is half times crap. But can you rebuild that trust? And are you going to do things differently? For instance, yeah. are you going to shoot? 
<laughs> are you going to shoot the ball? Sure. That's the biggest thing, right? Are you going to shoot or are you going to continue to um, have the same issues as, as you had before? If not, then you're going to have to stay where you are or you're going to have to go elsewhere. Because if he, let me tell you something, if he became a decent shooter, just a halfway decent shooter, with his skill set and his abilities, yeah. he still fits this offense, if mm -hmm. you look at it. Maxi is the two guard. He could come in as the point guard, and Joel plays the uh, five. He would still fit this offense. But what is his mentality like? And maybe he's realizing it's not always greener on the other side. Maybe that's a yeah. <laughs> uh, You know what I would like him to do? Well. I would like him to, to sign or reconstruct his deal, and where it's like well, the majority of it's incentive laden. You know, and, th and that'll really tell you if he's serious about playing basketball. Right. You know, if he can do something, I'm not telling you to scrap the whole deal, but just just work it out a little bit differently where it's it's team friendly or organization uh, friendly. You know, how can you do that? You know, do do something along those lines to show right. me that you're serious about playing for this organization, the organization or just or not just the organization serious about playing basketball in general. Right. Show me something instead of because you got the money. We see that. We know you have the money and you're collecting that money no matter if you're on the court or you're on the bench. But if he could do something like that, then I, I would say, OK, maybe he's taking the steps in the right direction. Right. Exactly. Um, Jay, Simmons, Maxi, and Embiid. Let's go. That sounds good. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we going to do? I just want to get to the championship. Can we at least get to the championship? Uh, all right, guys, because we got to head into break soon, and then uh, Jay will take over with, with his, his segment. Um, I just got uh, one or two more things to talk about real fast. Um, and the first thing is the world championships, track and field world championships. And I want to talk about my girl um, who I love, and you guys know I have loved her since she came out of college. Or actually, I used to watch her in college, but Sha'Carri Richardson. Um, she took home two gold medals, one in the 100 meter, the other in the four by 100 meter relays. And she took home a bronze in a 200 meter in her in her first world championship. What were your thoughts on Sha'Carri Richardson after everything that happened um, last year. Jamma comes to you first. It's a great bounce back. I mean, it, it was phenomenal. I mean, when you think about last year and, and all every all the things that everyone said about her, including myself, like I was very skeptical to see if she was going to be able to come back and get back to that level. But you could just tell by looking at her, like the amount of work that she put in, her physique looks different. She looks physically strong. And then, I mean, not just that, but to actually be able to come out and perform. Like it's one thing to be ready. It's one thing to put the work in. Right. But when the lights come on and you're on the world stage and, and now you have to actually get it done to be able to come mm -hmm. out and perform and win the gold in the hundred. She ran a great leg in that four by one. That was an exciting race. She had to hold, you know, they basically got the baton even. Maybe yeah. she had a step and she held on there nicely. So, I mean, she she deserves everything she's getting. Phenomenal performance, uh, you know, to come back from all the criticism, all the hate that she was getting right. and just completely turn things around. Hey, hats off to her. She, she's outstanding. Okay, well. Yeah, man, I, I'm gonna kind of double up on you, Jay. With hats off, actually, I'm gonna go wigs off to her. Wigs off to uh, <laughs> Sakari Richardson. I think she'll be okay with me saying that. I think she'll be okay with me saying that. 
But yeah, I mean, excellent stuff. We just got finished talking about Ben Simmons. This is a prime example of how you can right. turn your career around, you know, by putting in the work and then doing whatever you have to do, you know, off the court, in this case, off the track. Um, you know, this hats off to her because, you know, ever since that marijuana situation and, you know, she wasn't able mm-hmm. to make the team. She's been totally a different uh, a di- different runner, obviously, and a different person. I mean, she's running with a purpose. She um, she she has a chip on her shoulder. Um, she has you could when she, when she runs, you can tell that she's running for a purpose. She's running angry. She's running mad, right. and she's running for something, uh, not just to something, but for something for a purpose. So whatever it is, whether it's for the people that look like her, to use her words, you know, for people who look like me, you know, whatever the case may be, the naysayers and what they you know, how they, you know, put me in a box after that situation. She just runs with an attitude and runs with a, a goal. And um, you could just see the difference uh, for sure. So again, you know, I, I think if she watching, I think she'll make a, she'll, she'll laugh if I say wigs <laughs> off to her. Wigs <laughs> off to you. Uh, keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I don't have much to say here. Uh, Maybe that's her call. Uh, Right. <laughs> so like, so like we're in Jurassic Park. Remember when the phone was in a poop and it was ringing like that? But no, I, look, I don't have much to say because you are, you guys already know how I feel about Shakira Richardson. I have been on her side since forever, even when the whole thing went down. Because my thing was, look, she's young. She was 21, yeah. 22 years old at the time. Young people are allowed to make mistakes. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. That's how you become a better person overall. What were we like when we were in our early 20s? Please. You don't even want to know, Britt. Right, exactly. (laughs) So all the mistakes and, and, and... I and it got I got a little tired of it, you know, tired of hearing it from primarily media people, older, not you guys, but older media media people, you know, ESPN and all those major networks just getting down on her. Like she is young, she was only 21, 22 years old. Mm -hmm. I would love to see the skeletons in their closet from their early 20s. Like she's allowed to grow, she's allowed to learn, she's allowed to mature, she's allowed to get wiser, and that's exactly what she did. And she kept saying it. This year, she said, I'm not back. I'm better, which means mentally she's better, which means physically she's better. Emotionally, she's better. And it showed right there out on that track because she had the talent all along. But you got to have the mental mindset and the the, uh, uh, emotions to match your talent. Um, And she showed up and she showed out. And I think she's the future of USA Women's Track. Um, Fifth fastest woman type of fifth, I think, fastest woman ever. With the 100 at what? What was it? Um, I can't think of the time right now. 10 was it? 10, is it 1065? I don't remember oh, the time. I think either. it's I'm not sure. I think it's 1065, something like that. I, I would keep wanting to say 965. She would be with, with the guys. If she, she, <laughs> she was one that. of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she would be with the fellas. <laughs> right. Um, but and for her to battle out with Sharika Jackson and at 100 meters, and you could see Sharika Jackson's face, she was like. Did I get beat in this? Yeah. I mean, Sharika did come back and it was like, oh, I'm a 200 meter. That's my baby. Yeah. They beat me yeah. in that. So I will say that. But for them to, to battle out and then for them to embrace each other, I love it. I love to see it. And I know she got a bright future. Last yeah, and, 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 and real ahead, quick, ahead, just to add on to that, it's just, it's just so amazing how the, the mind affects the body because we're just talking about racing. I mean, we're just simply mm-hmm. running. 
you know, running and how much the mind can control running. I mean, running is his speed. I mean, it's just flat out speed. You just run it. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not having to make any cuts. You don't have to, you know, run in right. certain routes or anything like that, make a certain shot. I mean, we all know the concentration, it can affect the, the concentration can affect that, but just simply running in the mind is how much it, it controls everything else. It just goes to show you like, if you can get that right, you can get everything right for sure. I'm curious to know how, what her 40 time would be like. I would love to put some of these women in 40 times just to see what their 40 time just is to like. to see what so. they can run. They just, definitely just get out of the blocks fast, you know. Fast, so that, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So I'm, I'm yeah. just curious. I would love to put them in uh, like a football 40 time uh, situation. All right, last last thing, guys, and then we're, we're going to head into break. Ultimate GOAT. I'm back with the Ultimate GOAT. I actually made this a track situation. Some of the best track stars are left out. So don't okay. you saying boats not in this? Okay, uh, flow Joe's not in this. I was going <laughs> to add them, but I couldn't do it. I made this a mixture. So first one we have is Allison Felix. Next one we have is Carl Lewis. Mm. Then we have Shakari Richardson. Had to add some young people in it. Mm. Then we have Noah Lyles. It's, it's about six of them. Ooh, ooh. Maybe I should wow. break this up. I don't know. Next, we have Sharika Jackson. Right. And last, if you guys can remember him, Tyson Gay. He was a big time track star. Yeah. So yeah. for those who are new to the show, Ultimate Goat is where I list about between four to six athletes. These guys got to tell me which out of these Ultimate athletes, which one they think is the Ultimate Goat. Who wants to go first? Okay, walk. I'm gonna come to you first. All right, I'm gonna go with my man Carl Lewis, man. I just think um, Carl was just an outstanding guy, man. I mean, outstanding uh, athlete uh, in his day, though. You know, way he could run the one, the two, and not only mention he had the world record in the long jump um, uh, as well. So he did it on the on the track and on the field um, as well. I think he's up there, you know, with the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. I think you could put arguably Hussein Bolt in front of him, maybe Michael Johnson as well. But they don't those guys didn't they got those guys didn't put uh did, they didn't compete in the long jump. So that's why I'm gonna put Carl Lewis ahead of because of the fact that the matter is he had world records in the one, the two and the long jump. So I'm gonna go with Carl Lewis here. That's a good one. Right there from Willenborough from close to your home to your your yeah. Beat that streak too. Beat that streak too. Yeah, because that's a story. Who do you think is the ultimate goal? Yeah, this is a good one. I, I'm gonna hold off on Shakari and Sharika just because I feel like they they have more to mm. do. Noah Lyles is impressive because I there I, I think it's been since like 05 that someone has has won the hundred and the two hundred goals. So I mean he's impressive, but I'm not sure he's there yet. Tyson Gay has always kind of felt like, uh, you know, a, a groomsman, I guess. Ne never yeah. really the guy getting married, yeah. but always just one of the groomsmen. Yeah. Uh, I, for me, it's between Allison Felix and Carl Lewis. And I think I'm going to go Allison Felix here. Uh, 11 medals total, seven gold, three silver, one bronze. That's the most from any American track athlete in history. So I just think when you look at the longevity and what Alex and Felix was able to do, 
I'm going to go Allison Felix here as my ultimate goal. And and Carl Lewis, even though he's from Willenboro, right up the road from, from our <laughs> high school, K-Walk, yeah. It was always a little something about Carl Lewis that kind of just, I didn't really, I don't know. He was never my favorite. I mean, I, I might have been rooting for Ben Johnson in that 100 in the Olympics. Wow, so I'm going to go Allison Fields here. I'm going Allison Fields. Yeah, Car Carl Lewis is a little... I don't know. It's, it's something about him. It's, it's something we can't about sing the national anthem. We'll keep it there. We can't sing the national anthem. Right. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll keep it there. Right. <laughs> let's, keep right let's, keep, there. let's keep it civil. Um, <laughs> uh, I think for me, as much as I would love to say Shakari Richardson or Sharika Jackson, I'm with Jay on this one. They're they're a little, they're fairly young. You know, they still got a lot more to prove. Well, they have proven a lot, but you know what I mean against yep. these the other the other people. Um, but I think by the time the end of their career, they're gonna be ranked along right up there with them. Uh, same thing with Noah Lyles, although Noah Lyles, whoo, I think he's becoming yeah, the next tough. best thing. He's tough. Um, I gotta go with my girl Allison Felix. I have been an Allison Felix fan <laughs> forever. I still love her to this day. Like Jay said. 11 total medals. Um, I think she has the most what you said American history, right? In American history, yeah, I know she yeah. most decorated American track athlete, which is that is very hard. She has stayed competitive for over how many every year she she was uh running for it, which was a very, very long time. And I think America cried when she decided to retire. Everybody, I don't care who you are. Everybody was crying when she said, this is it for me. I'm done. So my ultimate goal in this situation, absolutely for sure, Allison Felix. Now, if I would have said Shelly Ann Frazier Price, that might be a different conversation. Yeah, that might have been different. That might have been different. But I didn't I didn't throw her in there. So we're going to keep it at Allison Felix, all right? <clears throat> I could have been a little biased on this one. It's okay. All right, guys, we're going to head into break, and Jay's going to take over so we can talk more sports and, of course, have more fun. Again, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Sideline Speaks. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts, we are there. You guys are watching The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. But we built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right, welcome back to the Sideline Speaks. Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. We're going to get into some college football talk here in a minute, guys, but I want to hit on a couple other topics that we haven't touched yet tonight. And the first one is Kyler Murray, guys, with the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. He's going to go on the physically unable to perform list, so he's not going to play. And under, I mean, he tore his ACL late, so I, mm -hmm. I get it if he's not ready. But then they also released Colt McCoy, 
it feels like the Cardinals are tanking to me. Like they don't want to win. There's some good quarterbacks coming next year. K-Walk, does it feel like the Cardinals are giving up on Kyler Murray already? Oh, yeah, for sure, Jay. I mean, we, we kind of touched on it a while back. I think one of the questions was, you know, who's the biggest diva in, in the NFL? I, I chose Kyler Murray. I think that's what they're starting to see. Like they really can't, you know, you know, um, you know, win with this guy. His this is um his attitude alone. I don't know if this injury is going to humble him, um, bring him back to, you know, um being a a a, a leader, uh, if you will. But uh, yeah, I think they're definitely giving up on him, Jay. They kind of did it with uh, who was it? Um, who was the uh, Allen? Not Josh Allen. The other Allen that they had, they drafted uh, drafted uh, first, and then they the, the next year, uh, McKinsley came in. Oh yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, got rid of uh, the kid from USC. Yeah, um, um, I forget his remember. name. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. 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 I said yeah, Allen. Yeah. Rosen. Yeah. So UCLA. and then yeah. yeah, and then um they brought in Kyler Murray and then they gave and Kyler Murray pouted and they gave him that big deal. Now they feel as though you know it wasn't worth it. You know they um and then you see what they did with D Hop. Um you know just got rid of him. They didn't even try to get anything back from him for him I should say. And um, they just let him go. So I don't know what's going on at Arizona organization. Not that I mind because I'm a 49er fan. And they're in our division. Just one less team we really have to worry about. But yeah. um. Yeah, for sure. It looks like they're just not only giving up on Kyler Murray, they're just giving up on that team in, uh, in general, and they're just trying to just tear it all down and hope uh, to build it back up. Yeah, man, and I was I kind of was high on Murray at first. Mm-hmm. I thought he had some skills that could really translate to the NFL game, but I feel like his attitude, yeah. his disposition, his lack mm-hmm. of film study, like all those things just working against him. Britt, are you surprised that it feels like they might be throwing the towel in on this guy? Tank for Caleb Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, I'm, I, uh, if you would have asked me this a couple years ago, I would have said yes. I would say I w- I'm very surprised. Um, but now, like you said, the, with the mentality that Kyler Murray has, he doesn't want to study. He doesn't want to do work. He doesn't. It's just not making sense because he has he has talent. Yeah, he has good arm talent. But then when you sit and watch him and the throws he makes and the unnecessary mistakes that he makes, um, decisions that he he decides to make, I, I just don't know where this guy's head is. I don't know if he needs a bit of humble pie. Maybe maybe this would be that humble pie. I'm not exactly sure, even if he gets the second opportunity. But here's my question. What is his dead cut situation? Can they get rid of him after this year? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, yeah. It's it's because he just signed be, that contract right not long ago. Right. He just signed exactly. that new deal. Yeah, right. He literally just signed it. So it's I don't know how much they can do around him. So it's it's going to be interesting. I know they have I think two first round draft picks next year. I believe mm-hmm. I think they have one and two. Right. Well, they potentially I think or they have the three? Texans pick. Yeah. So depending on how bad the Texans oh, yeah, are, sure. they could yeah. be. Yeah, it right. could be so one the, and three, something like that. Yeah. So it could be two top five picks. And you know, yep. the first one, odds are it's going to be Caleb Williams. And the second one might be Marvin Harrison Jr. Because uh, yep. they need receiver help, absolutely. But yeah. here's my question What the heck they going to trade Buddha Baker? I, I I need a safety. So can we get Buddha Baker? Please? Nah, y'all are good. <laughs> yeah, y'all are good. Then y'all just trade for a corner? Then y'all just pick up a corner? Or something? Yeah, they just signed somebody who got suspended, can't play yeah. this year. But, well, uh, oh, that was a smart move, though. 
That was because he's young and he's talented. And yeah, the same for next year. He'll be back. He'll pay dividends but no, later. Um, <laughs> but it's going it's going to be interesting because how this transpires and it kind of just seems like not to change gears a little bit but this is not giving Jonathan Gannon much of a chance now is it I feel like he'll nope. be hired and then fired right after the season <laughs> with everything that's transpiring but Kyle Murray needs to get things together because clearly the team is showing and telling you you're basically gone we don't trust you we don't believe in you you need to turn things around or you getting out of here. So it's going to, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He feels like a hard guy to follow. Like if he's my leader, yeah. it's like, man, I don't really want to follow this guy. So they're, hopefully they're patient with Gannon. I mean, they kind of got him in this tough situation. They right. can't expect him to work a miracle. So if, if he's the guy they really want running that team, hopefully they'll be patient with him. Cause I don't think anybody's winning with that roster. It's, this year, it's going to be sure. because they they're getting rid of everybody. Isaiah Simmons, yeah. they traded away for nothing. I mean, yeah. I don't think they understood how to utilize him anyway. Um, it was somebody else they just got rid of. So this team is hot garbage. Yeah, not the they're same a mess. Way. They're a mess for sure. All right, I don't even really want to bring this topic up, but we're all fans of the WNBA. WNBA <clears throat> playoffs is set to start September thirteenth. I just want to know who's the favorite. I mean, my Vegas Aces have been the favorite all year, but the Liberty have really been putting it on them lately. Beat them again last night. Right now, Britt, who do you have as your favorite to win the WNBA championship? Am I allowed to be biased? Say it. it. It's not biased. I got my New York Liberty (laughs) up in this piece. I am getting excited because I've been waiting all my life to say that. Because when we should have won in the 90s, we messed up. Um, but it's okay. I still love Teresa Witherspoon anyway. Um, no, I just think at the time we're gelling. You know, this we were fairly a new team um, and a lot, a lot of new pieces. You know, the Aces, they've been together for a few years, if I can, if I can recall. Um, they may have added one or two players. We were about three or four new players, new star players. So we really had to gel and come together and really learn each other's game. And I feel like we're getting to the point that we're doing that right now at this moment. But they got to be on point because if not, the Aces is right there. So, But yeah. I think I'm putting my New York Liberty as the favorite. <clears throat> I'm being straight biased and all this right now. I don't care because they are talented as all heck. Brianna Stewart is showing up. Sabrina is showing up. I can't think of her name right now. The center, she's showing yeah. up. Um, my team is showing up. Let's go. It's the only time you hear me root for New York. New York, stand yeah. up. <laughs> Look, like when I watch them play, it New York looks like the better team, like on the court. You know, and I know styles make fights, and maybe this is a bad matchup mm-hmm. for the Aces, but just watching them play. New York just looks like they're better or they have the last two, three times out. So I hate to agree with you, but it feels like even to me that New York is the front runner right now. Okay. Well, you got to agree, right? Oh, I definitely agree. I'm, I can't say, I can't say we just yet because I just, 
I pledge my allegiance to these, to these <laughs> ladies this year. So, but I am a fan nonetheless. I'm a diehard fan right now. I can't jump on board because you know it's kind of like you know that late signing. So you can't really, I can't really get in the game yet. I still got being street clothes, but I'm on the yeah. team. You know, yeah. that's the type of fan I feel like I am right now. <laughs> but yeah, man, everything that Brett said. I mean, you you look at this team and um they're 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 hitting the uh, their stride at the right point. I mean, at the right time. You know, they're they're gelling. Um, what I like about them is they they they're aggressive they play great defense and they're not afraid of anyone uh they're not afraid of anyone they're not afraid to be themselves uh brianna stewart i mean sabrina um uh i and she uh um she just can shoot anywhere she'll pull up you know from half court dang near mid court and um and and when she when she when she shoots she reminds me of steph man she shoots with so much confidence it it really is ridiculous and just their way they move without the ball as well um is 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 huge i watched the game last night they did a lot of that last night so I'm going to sound biased, uh, you know, as well, but I'm going to go with the New York Liberty. I just think they have their aces number. I know they kind of been going back and forth, which you'd like to see in a, in a rivalry of such. And as you know, it's probably we're probably going to see this as the uh, as the NBA WNBA finals, excuse me, WNBA finals. And I think it's going to make for a great one because they, you know, one team blows out another, then the other team blows up. And then you see close games like last night. So they're very consistent in rivalry. So. Let's go Liberty. Let's go Liberty. Liberty. Yeah, Liberty, man. Liberty. You you got off that Phoenix Mercury train just in time. Yeah, uh, for, for you sure. to steal your line. I know I, I recognize a stinking ship when I see one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this, guys, though, because like I, I was just thinking about this last night. Like, does the WNBA need to like adjust their calendar? Like they're starting their playoffs September 13th, right when football season is starting again. So Fans like myself who enjoy watching the WNBA, but I'm not going to miss a football game for it. Right. Like, do, I, I almost feel like if they could move their season up some and have it finishing before yeah. football season kicks off, right. maybe that would help with some viewership. Maybe that would keep more engagement and interest because, you know, or at least for me, once football season starts, that's pretty yeah. much all I'm doing. Yeah. Okay, Walk, well, do you think? This calendar doesn't necessarily work out well for them. Is there anything they can do about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, to to, for, to your suggestion, yeah, just move it up a little bit. That way, their season is ending right when the football season um, is beginning. I think that's would be a great transition because you know you'll see WNBA and you're ready for some football, and you're like, oh well, do I really want to watch? This? Even though we do it, you know, and and other teams will do it. I mean, other fans will do it as well. Other viewers, I should say. We'll do it if there's no football or if anything that they're like. And because generally when you when you like there's be Major League Baseball, you know, but generally Major League Baseball players aren't uh, I mean, fans aren't WNBA fans. I mean, it's a rare occasion that, you know, that we well, not so much you, Jay, but me and that Brit, um, you know, are, are uh, WNBA fans and, and Major League Baseball fans. So that's the only thing they really would have to compete with, to be honest yeah. with you. So, yeah, if they can push it up and then have that transition of the uh, the finals go into the uh, uh, go into the NBA, I mean, uh, NFL uh, season, that would be a great look for them. And I think they'll get maybe probably get a lot more viewership for sure. Yeah, like the diehards will stick around, but like some yeah, of the sure. casual right. fans that are just yeah. kind of watching, like I think you're going right. to lose some of those guys. But what do you think, Britt? Um, it's, it's, it's tough because you, you push it up, then you run into the NBA. Um, and odds are 
you know, people who's watching the NBA, they don't want to watch the WNBA. It's, it's just too much basketball going on at this mm-hmm. time right now. Right. Um, it's too much basketball to try to keep track of. I think it depends on what days that it, fall, it falls. I know there are a lot of baseball fans out there. I feel like, and I know it's Red October, and I love Red October. So I love playoff mm-hmm. time baseball. But I feel like you're not going to compete too much with the MLB. Um, because baseball have their set right. fans exactly. for the most yep. part. Mm-hmm. What you're really competing <laughs> is the NFL. And I think as long as you don't have maybe certain days, like mm-hmm. Sunday for sure, you should not have any WNBA games right. on yeah. Sunday. Monday night is a little tough. So Monday and Thursday night are tough um, because people love that prime time, you know, my team is on prime time going across the world just one night. I want to sit down and watch. Uh, it's, it just depends on what time and day these games fall. If they fall on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Friday and Saturday, they cool. Yeah, even work. Thursday. Even Thursday may work because a lot of times I know the NFL is trying to fix these games on Thursdays, but a lot of times those games are terrible. Nobody wants yeah. to by, by halftime. Most people change those games. So yeah. or there's on a program or a uh, program. Ooh, that sounds like my my grandparents' program on a network <laughs> <laughs> uh, or a streaming a streaming platform that nobody has access to. Like you know, they're doing a big thing with Prime Video now. So yeah, I think it's Prime Video. So I they just gotta figure out the schedule going around these NFL games because NFL rules starting yeah. September until what. Beginning of February, it's all NFL. Nothing sure. else even matters. So yeah. they're they going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to figure it yeah. out. Yeah, it's tricky because there's no real perfect solution. I know some of them right. are still playing overseas like in the yeah. spring too, so it might be hard right. to move the schedule up. So, yeah, it's definitely tricky. All right, y'all, let's get into some college football. Week zero was last week, and for me it was kind of a dud. There really yeah. wasn't – too many exciting games happening. I think we're going to get some decent games this weekend. I'm interested to see what Coach Prime and Colorado can do against TCU. I know I didn't tell you guys this one was on the list, but K-Walk, what do you expect to happen in this game? Can Coach Prime get it done? He can get it done, Jay. He definitely can get it done. Question is, will he get it done? That's how I'm going to answer it. I don't think he will get it done. And I'm not saying that he, these guys won't be ready. I think that TCU is just going to be the. I mean, um, Colorado is going to be outmanned by TCU. I think it'll be a uh, it'll be a, a competitive game for the first quarter and a half, possibly the first half. But I think TCU ultimately pulls away. I don't know how much depth that Colorado Coach Prime in Colorado has um, to compete with these guys. We're going to see it. Um, and, again, I'm not saying they can't do it, ladies and gentlemen. I just don't believe that they will do it. I just think that Coach Prime is maybe one, two years away. And to open up with a TCU uh, team uh, like this is going to be um, – it's a tough test, but you know what? Coach Prime is not going to shy away from 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 any test by any stretch of the imagination. So um, I like TCU in this one, and I'm rooting for Coach Prime, ladies and gentlemen. So don't feel like I don't think that I'm a a Coach Prime hater, but um, I love Coach Prime and and what he's done and how he's come up in the ranks. But I, I definitely think um, he can get it done, but I just don't think he will. Yeah, man. Look, I. I tend to agree with that. I mean, that's the logical pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's that hard in today's college football to turn your program around. I think Coach Prime has done a good job, like, building out his ones. But you're right. I don't think there's any depth there. If guys yeah. get tired, hot, injured, I just yeah. don't know what he has in, in, in his number two unit. Uh, so I do think that could be tough. But TCU, like, I, 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 how good are they? Like, last time we saw them, they were getting beat 250 to nothing by Georgia. So <laughs> it's like, how good is TCU? So I, I, I'm not going to say Colorado's going to win, but I, I think it's going to be a, a closer game than maybe people think. But, Britt, what say you about this one? Georgia's the exception, though. Like, like Georgia, Alabama, everybody like that, right? (laughs) Those are the exception. Um, you know what? What the heck? I'm going for it. I'm I'm taking Colorado on this one. There you go. I'm going for it. I like their quarterback, which happens to be Deion Sanders' son, Mm -hmm. Shador Sanders. But I like that two way guy in Travis Hunter. That kid can play, he's a dominant receiver and he's an even better corner. Um, and then they got a, another good young corner. I think his name is Jimmy Horn or something like that, who's pretty talented as well. So if you're on the field, that means you got talent because Deion Sanders don't play. He got rid of half the team for a reason, yeah. and he brought his yeah. own people in. So I'm, I'm going all the way. I think it would be a close game, but I'm, I'm going to go with Colorado in this one. I'm going with Colorado. I'm it's, not, it's not a bad pick. Like I would not be surprised mm-hmm. at all if Colorado wins that game. I, I will not be right. surprised. All right, let's I, talk I about. <laughs> let's talk about K Walks Gators because they kicked this oh, thing Gators. off on Tuesday night, a oh, Thursday night Thursday against night, Thursday, Utah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good ball game. I don't know how good Florida is going to be this year. Utah is predicted to win the pack again this year. Uh, yeah. They went to the Rose Bowl last year. Now their starting quarterback got injured, and I don't if he's playing. I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent, so that could help Florida's case. But K. Walk, how do you think your Gators are going to do on Thursday night? I don't know, Jay. This is a wait and see team, man. Man, uh, for sure, man. Um, you know, Utah is with 14th in the country, but they're without their quarterback. Um, Napier just named Graham Mertz their uh, their their uh, their quarterback, their starting quarterback, the transfer out of uh, 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 out of Wisconsin, um, which is a shock to a, a lot of Gator fans. A lot of Gator fans. A lot of people thought they were going to go with the redshirt freshman uh, Max Brown, um, but um, Napier said that he likes uh, he likes Mertz because his experience. He has a great arm, and um, you know, and you know he can he can run the offense, and he brings a little bit of his experience to that uh, to that offense as well. So. He went with them based off of that, but that's a wait and see thing. I'm 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 not going against my Gators, man. As you can see, I'm a Gator fan. You know, go Gators! So I'm going to. I, I think it's. I don't think we're going to see an upset like we did a couple of years ago when Anthony Richardson, um, you know, upset them last year. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm taking my Gators in a close one, man. I'm taking my Gators yeah. in a close one, only because I'm a Gator fan. But I, I think they're. We're going to see what type of team that Napier has this year, for uh, for sure. But I think that Utah does have the advantage, uh, you know, as far as the the skill set goes. Um, but I'm taking my Gators in a close one. Yeah, first games are tricky because it's a new team. You just don't know yeah. what's going to happen. But I'll tell you this about Utah: like watching them against Penn State in the Rose Bowl. When their quarterback got hurt, you could mm-hmm. see that he was the guy that made the yeah. whole thing go. Like as soon as their quarterback got hurt, you could see all kinds of deficiencies on that football team. So I don't know that they're as deep and as talented. I think that quarterback covered up a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So without mm-hmm. him, 
you know, we'll see how good they are. But Britt, what, what say you? Are K-Walk skaters going to escape on Thursday night? I have no idea, guys. <laughs> look, it's the first week of football. You know, yeah. just similar to the NFL. You just don't like you just mentioned, Jay. You just don't know. You're right. What team goes which way each and every year, even in college? Like I said, exceptions are Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama. One or two others are in there. Um, everybody else is. What are we going to get this year? Type right. of thing. Um, I know Florida lost their quarterback that was anthony richardson right he came from mm -hmm. florida um yep. they lost a lot of talent yeah. um utah like you said they go as the quarterback goes so how, how are they going to go this year so you know who i'm gonna go with i don't know if i should be going with this team but you know who i'm gonna go with because i just watched the swamp kings there you go My <laughs> My good. so I'm, I'm gonna go with florida on this one go i'm gonna go with florida go on this one i'm there still not an urban meyer fan but that's okay i respect the not florida them. gators not i don't have to respect <laughs> i don't have to respect him too much um so i'm going with florida on this one go not a bad pick go. not a bad pick at all all right last one we got to talk about my nittany lions going up against Coach David Riley's West Virginia Mountaineers Saturday night, 7.30, NBC. Look, I, I, look, I'm not being a homer here, but Penn State has a really good team. Uh, they're going to have one of the best defenses in the country. They pretty much brought everybody back. Um, we got a five-star quarterback making his first start, two really good running backs, great tight ends. Like, on paper, this is a good team. If the quarterback is as good as he's supposed to be, we're going to be a tough out for everybody. Uh, and just at home, under the lights, I just think it's going to be a tough environment for West Virginia. <clears throat> so I'm taking my Nittany Lions, obviously. Britt, I know this is your second favorite college team, so I know you're rolling with me on this one. But what say you about Penn State, West Virginia? Um, it, it's so funny because, as you guys know, I'm actually an Ohio State fan. Um, yeah. And Ohio State and Penn State yeah. are – Rivals of all rivals, very weird. So, look, I respect Penn State Nittany Lions. Uh, I've respected them for a lot of years, so I have to be very careful on how I answer this question. <laughs> but heck, no, I'm not going West Virginia. Nobody, I got to go with Penn State <laughs> all day long. I'm not going with West Virginia. I'm sorry, Mount was a Mountaineers. I guess so. I got to go with Pitt State on this one. Smart pick, Britt. K-Walk, what you got for me? Jay, you know, man, I might be crazy, but I ain't dumb, man. I love Coach Riley. Yeah, man, it, it's going to it, – it, it might get ugly early there, man. Um, the, the, that atmosphere is just, just one that is just, just unbelievable, man. I've been in that atmosphere – um, not at night though, thank God. But um, yeah, I, you know, you got a lot of hungry guys there. That defense you mentioned with Coach Manny there. Um, yeah, I, you know, they're favored by what 20 and a half, and I, I and think, I think so. that's yeah. that, I think that's a little low to be honest with you. <laughs> so I think they they win it heavily, and I think they win it convincingly, and I think they cover. Uh, for sure. So it, it's going to be uh, sorry, coach. Uh, you know how much I love you, man. But um, yeah, the, the Nittany Lions, man, as much as 
I dislike the Litany Lions. I mean, for the most part, <laughs> you know why. You know why. But because uh, <laughs> if I hear that Nittany Lion first down, rah, 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 one more time, I'm going to kill somebody. But um, no, nah, just kidding. But uh, all jokes aside, yeah, I, I, I like this Penn State team. Definitely the roll over uh, West Virginia. I don't know what type of team West Virginia is going to have this year. And going into that environment, first game of the season, white out. Is it going to be a white out, Jay? supposed to be a white no i think know. they're doing they're doing something else some kind of oh, okay. it's not a white out but they're doing i can't okay. even remember what they're calling it but it's something okay. but it's not the white out yeah yeah that white out is something different too but yeah even so even it doesn't make a difference uh but um uh yeah i got i got penn state winning this game happily yeah man they should the only thing that makes me nervous again is it's a first game and you the people game, you just right. never know what's gonna yeah. and that quarterback hasn't really played he's supposed to be good but you know if he gets in there and throws a couple interceptions anything could happen yeah, so the defense the defense will hold him down yeah until that's true right that's true so yeah i'm not too worried about it. i think we get out of there okay all right k walk man let's let's take like a quick 30 second break and when we come back go ahead and knock out that one ticket segment and the uh in and out of bounds you guys are listening to the sideline speaks with Brittany jones kevin walker and jason collins and we'll be right back CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with Brittany Jones, Jason Collins, and myself, Kevin Walker. Ladies and gentlemen, um, and when you when you hear me introduce, you know it's that time of the uh, of the uh, the show where I get my one ticket and my inbounds or out of bounds uh, segment here. All right, Britt, since you're back with us to, uh, right now, we'll start off with you. Welcome back uh, for sure, ladies and gentlemen. It only just your sets. It is Brittany Jones. She is back. Goodness. <laughs> All right. Going to go with the one ticket, ladies and gentlemen, if it's the first time you're seeing this or hearing about this. It's where I give four events, and you're only allowed to use one ticket for these four events. Uh, so I'll give this to uh, give this to Britt. Uh, first one, Britt, we got um, playing seven on seven with Tom Brady as your quarterback. Number two, you get to play a horse against MJ. And this is today. They're aged today. So these these are okay. like their prime today. Mm-hmm. All right. Number three, you get to play one set versus Serena Williams. Or the number mm. four one, you get a, a round of golf with Tiger Woods. One wow. ticket. Mm. You're using that for Brit. Wow. <clears throat> oh, wow. That's good. Uh, <clears throat> That's good. Oh, man. <laughs> I still don't know which one I'm up with. Oh, um, and and I'm playing. I'm I'm yeah. playing mm-hmm. with these guys. Yeah, yep. you're playing. Yeah, you're playing. You're out there, Britt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta mm. shake the rust off. <laughs> really? You're telling, you're telling me? All right. Um. Uh, I don't know how to play golf. I would love to learn. I've been to the driving range a couple times, and my ball kind of goes in weird ways. I think towards the end, I kind of to go right. Um. So I think I'm out on golf until I really okay. learn how to play golf. Okay. <sighs> we ain't got that much time, do we? Um, <laughs> you good? Man. Oh, boy. 
707 versus Tom Brady. He's your quarterback. Nah. Oh, he's my quarterback. He's your quarterback, yeah. Oh, oh, he's my quarterback. So you get to oh. play with Tom Brady, but you're going against another 707. But Tom Brady's your quarterback. He's throwing to you. Okay. And then the other two, I'm playing against Michael Jordan. And, and I'm course. playing against Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Correct. What the heck, man? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't put me in doubles with Serena and then 505 where I'm playing with MJ? Oh. No, no, no! You're playing horse against MJ. No, no one on one. I know. I oh, know. oh, you said five on five. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You should have put it that way. So oh, put it five on five. Oh, you want to see? You want right. to help? Okay, I get you. I yeah, get you. I, 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 right. I got you. I got uh, you. oh wow. <laughs> ah, and MJ's not allowed to dunk. Keep that in mind. I don't know if that's going to deter you one way or the other. But MJ's <laughs> not allowed to dunk. It wouldn't deter me, but I would set those rules because I can't dunk. So yeah, I made five, that. I, I put that in my notes. I put that in my notes. No dunking, Mike. <laughs> For most females, most females to dunk. I mean, I I don't know if there's mm-hmm. one out there in the world. Uh, we gotta at least be like six, four. So yeah. I'm five six. It's not happening. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm just curious. I'm curious to see how this person is in competition mode. Like you see them on TV all the time. I'm curious to see how fast this comes at me. Although I'm be scared as heck, I just have a respect level for this person and all that 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 they've been through and had to overcome. Okay. I'm gonna say one set versus Serena Williams. Okay. I'm like the way they say her ace shot is. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I know how to play basketball. I can shoot the ball well. MJ might not never miss, and I might have that one or two miss, but I played basketball. I don't really care to play with Tom Brady on the team. Okay. Like I, it okay. is what it is. I'm really curious about Serena Williams, and I just want to see live in person how she really plays because I think she's really the only person that I haven't really been able to see live. I think MJ was older. Tom Brady came to Philadelphia a few times. Um, I've never seen Tiger Woods play right live, but uh, golf is cool. Um, I got to play tennis. I, I suck in tennis. Okay. My mom tried to teach me, and then she quit because the ball kept going all over the place. <laughs> she quit. And she had, she had to run and get it. She was like, I'm done with this. You got to find right. somebody else to teach you. But I, I just always wanted to go up against Serena Williams. I'd rather oh, be with, with her, but I'm going to use that ticket for that one. Okay. All right, Jay. What say you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's tough. Like, I guess if 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 Brady and MJ are their age, I'm assuming we have to stay our age, right? So yeah, we're still. The I, same. I, I ain't playing seven on seven because I don't want to be. I'll, I'm that's an injury waiting to happen. I come out here with a pulled hammy, and my back will be all messed up. So I'm out on the seven on seven. All right, and I'm out on the golf too. It would be cool really? to to play with Tiger, but. I've like Britt, I've been to the driving range a few times, but I've never even played a round of golf. So he's gonna right. be hitting that thing 300 yards mm-hmm. and my ball's gonna be going off to the side. <laughs> like that's not gonna be a whole lot of fun for you, Jay. You know, so if we could play like best ball and I could just hit off of his ball every time, then maybe. But I think I'm gonna get rid of that one. Man, when okay. you said Serena's, I, I don't know, something about that just made me say, hmm, that would be kind of nice, you know, just, just getting to play with Serena. But I think I'm going to play horse against MJ. At least okay. chance of hurting myself. 
and just how cool would it be to be on the court with MJ, even though, like Britt said, he's probably not going to miss. It would be fun to play horse with MJ. So I'm going to cash that one in. I'm playing with MJ. So right. he calling you all types of names. Right, right. I'm just licking like, his fingers, licking his fingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, this is easy. Get off my court. <laughs> yeah, I might be out of there just all self-esteem destroyed after that. Right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm gonna make it different, man. You know, because I, I I thought about it. Um, I think I have some, I think I have some uh, this is between Tom Brady, 707 with Tom Brady, and a round of golf with Tiger. I'm dying to play golf, man. But you know, if I can get a chance to play against, play with the goat, and him throw me, a, I think I got about about seven to ten routes left. Good routes left in me, Jay. No, okay. nothing deep, nothing deep. <laughs> okay. I, I got a couple right. of slants in there. I might have a whip route in there. You know, he's fake the slant go out. I think I could still, still do that. So I think I'm. Ah, oh, man. I, I'm still, like I said, I still haven't. All right. Um, I flip a coin. I'm going to go around the golf with Tiger Woods. Okay. I'm going to go around the golf with Tiger Woods. I think that, you know, um, I love golf, man. Um, I haven't played in so long, but I just want to see what my driving game is, what my short game is like. And I think, you know, doing that with Tiger, I think Tiger talks a little junk too. So I, I can go for some junk talking as well. So I'll, I'll go yeah. with Tiger Woods. There. I'll go around. Okay. The that golf that, I mean, all of them are wins. Like you can't yeah. lose with, with nah. any of them. Nah. They're all wins. Yep. Yeah, I don't want that ball hit me in my chest from Serena Williams, man. Cause I know she's going, she gonna bring that. Oh, thing. I'm definitely playing dodgeball on that court. All right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that one could ball. be like the most embarrassing one, right? Right. right. She's yeah. hitting the ball at you 100 miles an hour, and you yeah. can't do anything with it. <laughs> nope. yeah, I'm not returning it. Maybe <laughs> I should have put a stipulation in there. She's not allowed to serve. I, we're serving all the whole time. She's not allowed to serve, yeah. but their returns might come back with even crazier. All right, good right. stuff. All right, all right. Let's move on to our next segment here. Uh, inbounds or out of bounds? And again, if you're just joining us, what I do is I give you a scenario, and um, if you agree with it, you'll tell me it's inbounds. If you disagree with me, you tell me it's out of bounds. All right, first one here. I'll stay with you on this one, Britt. Is uh, Trey Lance will be the starter for the Cowboys at some point this season? Inbounds or out of bounds? I think that's out of bounds. Um, <clears throat> experience so we said it earlier reps experience i think he's still in that that learning uh, um and growing type of mode right now give him another year or two then i could say more inbounds but i think this they're really trying to put tell that this is the year to show us you're going to get this entire year um you you're on the hot seat a little bit maybe warm seat depending on how that salary cap situation works out for him but so for that situation, I'm going to say out of bounds. All right. So Dax steps up to the challenge. Okay. I like it, Britt. I like it. Jay, what say you? You said the starter at some point this year, at, right? At some point this season, yes. He'll be the I'm, I'm going to say it's inbounds, but not necessarily for a bad reason. Like maybe not because Dak gets benched, but maybe he gets injured and Trey's got to come in and play. That's, maybe, that's a bad reason. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's the end of the season. The Cowboys have clinched the division, Britt. There okay. you go. There yeah. you go. So, <laughs> and so Dak's going to sit, you know, because division is clinched. Uh-oh. So I think there's some reasons, K-Walk, that could happen to get him in okay. the game that don't necessarily mean that Dak's been bad. 
but maybe he's banged up or maybe they got the division locked up and they're going to play play the young kid. So I'm going to say imbalance on that. I don't know uh, if that was a hint. But I don't know, know if he tipped his hat there. I don't know if he tipped his hand <laughs> right. there. Bro. I, don't I don't know, know that if he was a hint. I'm just, I'm just throwing know, out scenarios. I'm but, just throwing out scenarios. You know that was not the truth. So let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I know you saw he got into the camera. <laughs> right. All, right. All right. Second one here. Second one. Robert Sala, uh, the head coach of the New York Jets, will win coach of the year this year. Inbounds or out of bounds, Brett. Mm, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Robert's. Oh, boy. Um. Oh, boy. Uh, it's a possibility. I'm going to say, you say he will win, so it's not like a possibility thing. No, he will win. Is that inbounds? You agree with he will win? or This one's hard. Um, I'm going to say out of bounds. I'm going to say out of bounds. Um, I think it's a possibility. I think he'll be ranked, you know, top five, top eight, something like that. I just think ultimately, you know, a lot of times coach of the year goes to these young teams that aren't expected to to okay. make the playoffs or good be call. good. Like last year it went to um the Giants head coach, Dayball, Day uh, where it could have went to many other uh, head Kyle, coaches with Kyle more talent. <clears throat> Kyle Shanahan, Andy Green, <laughs> uh, uh uh Nick Sirianni. So it could have it could have Doug Peterson, it could have went to mm-hmm. even uh, so I'm gonna say out of bounds because I always think it goes to that young team that's uh has this unexpected magical season some way, somehow. So yeah, I, I 100 percent agree with Britt here. I think it's out of bounds okay. for that exact reason. Okay. I think the expectation around the Jets are so high, everyone's talking about right. how good okay. they are. So if they are good, it's just gonna be what people expected. So I don't know that Salah might not get the credit he deserves in that situation. But if we have a young team that maybe nobody's thinking of that kind of mm-hmm. plays above their heads a little bit, I think that mm-hmm. guy ends up getting the recognition. So okay. I'm, I'm going to go out of bounds here as well. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. Next one here. Uh, Jared Goff is the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. Red. Inbounds or out of bounds? Most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Overrated or underrated? Over overrated. I mean underrated. Overrated. Underrated. I'm sorry. Un- oh, under underrated. No, underrated. 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 Okay. Sorry. Okay. Oh, he's the most underrated. Underrated. Quarterback. Excuse me. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say out of bounds. I don't know why. I just watched these ESPN shows and these, and they still got Jalen Hurts ranked super low. I know, <laughs> which throws me off. So they just had a wide receiver. Uh. Uh. uh uh, quarterback duo in top 10 and you had I think Jared Goff in in uh what's what's the receiver's Brown, name over there? Brown. Yeah St. Brown That's was ranked higher. Yeah it was ranked higher than Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. So I'm gonna say out of bounds because clearly they're ranking him higher than a lot of other to me more talented quarterbacks. So Okay. I don't think he's rated. He's considered that underrated anymore. So I'm gonna say out of bounds. Okay, Jay, what's yeah, I, I agree with Britt on this one as well. Like I, I think I think Trevor Lawrence and and maybe Justin Fields are underrated. Right. I think they're better than people give them credit for. So I'm gonna say that's out of bounds. I don't think he he might be underrated, but I don't think he's the most underrated. Okay, right. good stuff. All right, last one here. 
Uh, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson Wilson's excuse me marriage will end in divorce this season. <laughs> Britt, what say Ooh. you? <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Bounds um, are out of bounds. Will end in divorce. Um. Is that an inbound or out of bounds? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I don't know. It depends on, of course, how he plays. I'm going to say out of bounds because okay. they gave him a big contract. His dead cap, I'm pretty sure, is fairly high. Yeah, and I think sure. he's going to have to come back <laughs> next season. So they kind of did, we going all in on Russell Wilson type of thing. Um and I, I think Sean Payton will help Russell Wilson. I, I really do. Get that attitude, that mentality that he apparently had that nobody knew. We all thought he was just cool, kind of similar to Carson Wentz, right? Um, <laughs> but clearly he's not the locker room guy like we all thought. But I'm going right. to say out of bounds because Sean Payton is going to make it work or they're just going to be stuck with his salary cap for the next couple of years until they can get rid of him. So I'm going to say out of bounds. Okay. So it's a loveless marriage to you. It's going to be possible. Right, potentially. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're sleeping in separate bedrooms. Right. Sure. Right. They're exactly. still together. They're still together. Uh, um, you know what? I'm going to agree with Britt again. I was trying to disagree, but Britt's on it. So I got to go out of bounds as well here, man. Okay. Like, I, I think, look, I'm not confident in this. But I think Russ is going to be okay this year. Like I, okay. I think he's going to have somewhat of a bounce back. So I, like we said, they're in the same house. They might be fussing, fighting, but they're they're going to try to keep it together for the kids. All right, All right. good. They're going to seek some marriage counseling. Okay, I got it. Jay. I got it. I got it. All right, that that concludes my one ticket and my inbounds or out of bounds segment. So with that being said, it's turning back over to Mr. Collins. All right, okay. Well, good stuff, man. Let's let's go right into our rant segment here. Every week, ladies and gentlemen, you get one minute to just make a rant. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, you get one minute to get it off your chest. Okay, Walk, I'm gonna start with you tonight. What you got for us? Yeah, I'm gonna so I'm gonna talk about track. We talk about the tracks uh, of uh, you know Sakari Richardson and uh, Britt gave us our, our goats, uh, our ultimate goat segment. So I'm gonna stay on that topic here or that theme here. And I'm I'm a big fan of what I saw for the first time. And it was the I, I was love at first sight for me, and that's the mixed relays, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you guys saw that the mixed relays, the mixed four by four, that was phenomenal, yeah. man. I really I didn't know they had that. I watched it the other day. And I absolutely fell in love with it to see two guys and then two females and, and the USA actually won that. So maybe that's why I fell in love with it. But for the folks, for the most part, um, I think the mixed relays um, are an excellent thing that, you know, they, they implemented in the Olympics and hopefully they can keep that going. And we see a lot more of it um, because I just think that it's just, it's just a great, um, you know, collaboration uh, for sure. So hats off to um, track and field, the Olympic committee, all that for implementing the mixed relays. Yeah, those are fun. They're definitely yeah. fun to watch. Enjoy those Absolutely. for sure. By far one of the most competitive, best world yeah. championships in a long time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a lot of fun to watch. What you got for us, Britt? Oh, boy. I haven't done the rant in forever. Um, you know what? I'll go this route. All the players and fans getting on Going back to track, Noah Lyles and what he stated. Look, 
Noah Lyles, if you don't know, said that he's a world championship. It doesn't make sense when NBA finals, the winner, they announce as world champions. I Look, I understand Noah Lyles, but I also understand others as well. But I think for this one and only this one, I might side with Noah Lyles. People were calling him completely ignorant and all this other thing. <laughs> Slow your horses. Stop that. I know Stephen A. got out of hand. Some players got out of hand. But is he wrong when you really think about it? Is he wrong? Now, if you say national champs, that's exactly what they are. I understand Jokic came from other country. I understand Giannis is from this country. I understand Joel Embiid is from that country and so forth. But they are playing in this nation the United States, whether you love it or whether you don't love it. So as far as I'm concerned, you're the national champ. So I do understand Noah Lyles. Now, FIBA is right here going on. Now, when the United States wins the FIBA basketball tournament right now that's going on, now you call them the world champs. The Olympics is next year. Now you call them the world champs once they get the gold medal of the Olympics. Okay? Look, I understand these are some of the greatest players I ever played around the world as playing in the NBA, but let them go home to Serbia, Greece, wherever you came from and let them play on their team. And then you put the best against the best and see who becomes the world champs, but it's not happening. So he's right. And it is what it is. Just accept it. It's okay. It's okay. And Canada don't count. That's North America. So you want to say North America. Champs, like Canada, fine. Britta, I was with you all night, but I did not like what Noah Law said. I really, I really didn't think it made a whole lot of sense, honestly. <laughs> Just and the reason I say that is because, like, he was talking about the NFL and the NBA. Like, you take the Kansas City Chiefs, who won the Super Bowl last year, you put them up against any other so-called football team anywhere in the world, anytime, any place, they're going to win, and it's not even going to be close. So even though they don't play the world there's not a better team in the world is I think it's okay to call them the world champions. Same thing in the NBA, like all the best players play in the NBA. If you take your NBA champion and go play a team from some other country, like who's beating them? I, I well, don't, wait a minute. I don't think they wait are. A minute. The U S have lost in the Olympics but that's, but and that's the FIBA, because, but, but you're no lost. longer world champs. But what I'm matter. saying is they lost <laughs> because their best players weren't there. Is what it, like yeah, they not in 2003. Said, they had okay, Allen Iverson, Carmelo. I think D Wade was on that team. Okay, but that that's actually a world championship. Like I'm saying, you take the Denver Nuggets, the champions of the NBA. Like, are you telling me that there's a team in some other country that can beat the Nuggets? I don't think so. I think the best players are all here. I, and I understand what you're saying, but let's just, out of respect for everybody, let's just say they're the, the national champs. There's no other teams in the world, okay? They don't have another NBA. And once they start expanding the NBA, then maybe we could say the world champs. But if it doesn't have to involve the Olympics or FIBA or soccer, then don't. I mean, I, I, I get the champs. point. I, I get what he's trying <laughs> to say. And that's what I'm saying. Sure. And that's right. what I'm saying. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I understand both sides, yes, I agree. but he's, he's not, wrong. not wrong in that situation. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. It, is. it just felt. But we don't have to be so felt. hard on him. Like people are like, you completely ignorant. Yeah, people you're out of your mind. KD came from a lot of people. It's a good debate. I don't think. Yeah, he's definitely not ignorant. It's a good debate. It's not ignorant. 
No, definitely. But he's not. definitely All a right. world champ. We do know that. So there you go. There's no question about that. He's definitely <laughs> the fastest man in the world. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> I'm gonna use my rant tonight, guys, to make my announcement to to, to oh, stake okay, my here to we go, my right, We already know it's the Cowboys to my team this year. And so, you know, Brett. you guys know I went with the Cowboys last year, but you know, the thing I wanted to do this year, I said I want to go with the winner, right? Last year, Got Cowboys obviously do it like they let me game. down. I want to go with the winner. I want to. I want to be a winner. I want to be that last guy standing <laughs> this year. So, I thought about the Eagles. I thought about K Walks 49ers. Wow. <laughs> but then I said, you know what? There's just some. There's just something about this team that just drawed me back in. Jacksonville. Uh-huh. I'm going with those Cowboys again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm ponying up one more time. I'm hold rocking up, with up. the boys. One is this the breaking news? Is this this is, is breaking, this news? breaking news, Britt? But we I'm knew that. Cowboys one more time. You know, we I'm said like eight times. <laughs> right. This is the year. That's basically what it is. This is the year. The Cowboys are going to be that last team standing, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, well, I am officially you think, you a think Cowboys. They're going to be the last team standing. For nah, a 23 nah, 24 season, I'm a cowboy. I don't see it, Brett. I don't see it. Do we see? Do we see a potential uh, uh, change mid season like you did? Nope. <laughs> nope. Made I'm the mistake in. of your life. I'm locked in. As a matter of fact, you guys, if I ask for a change, don't let me change. You hear Veto that, ladies and gentlemen, change. right? You don't let me change. Okay. You ain't got to tell me twice. If I please. ask for I a change, you. just tell me. I told I'm you, not you're not allowed to come back to my Eagles. So you consider the Eagles. Don't consider them again because your application has been denied even prior to the consideration. <laughs> so I'm the cowboy, guys. We we don't have to argue about the order, but we we all support the three best teams in the NFC. How how's that sound? I, I concur. I concur. <laughs> I can Cowboys being third. <laughs> Let's not get to the order, Britt. Let's just let that be. Let it be. Come we, on. We, now we, you we... know I'm Philadelphia through and through. <laughs> through and through. We're going to talk about it here and right now, even if y'all don't say nothing. We I'm know Cowboys is third. I'm a Cowboy. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's do who's balling and get out of here. Every week we want to shout out a team player or a coach, somebody who's just been absolutely getting it done. Somebody that just been balling. K Walk, who you got for us this week? Who's balling? All right. I got the uh the entire uh WNBA as a whole, man. I mean, okay. just some of the great stuff that we've been seeing this year. Um, we're talking about so many different records that have been set. Uh the Aces, the first team in in, in WNBA history to win 30 games. Brianna Stewart broke uh, the Liberty single season scoring record with 24 yeah. points. Um, as they rallied 20 uh, 20 points down from um from the, the the Suns the other night, Alyssa Thomas uh, broke the WNBA record for double doubles in a season with her twenty fifth. Well, she's twenty with the twenty fourth, but she she extended it with the twenty fifth. Asia Wilson scored her uh, third uh, the third balling. fifty game um, in league history versus the Atlanta Dream, and just the rivalry that we mentioned earlier between the Liberty and the Aces are just is just heating up right now. So the WNBA a, as a whole this season has been balling. Yeah, no doubt. It's definitely been entertaining, K-Walk, for sure. I'm going to go a little off script here, and I'm going to go with the general manager, the owner of the Dallas Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones. That shrewd, calculated... I couldn't take it. I had to remove him. I can't take it. Did she really do that? 
I did that. <laughs> oh, Britt. I'm All like, right. what? Right. Did that, you, that, you, are you back me. to coming your senses? Wow. Are you done? Listen, wow. I had Brit. to remove you. <laughs> I'm like, what? That, that shrewd, calculated business move nope. to bring in a senses. talent okay. like Trey Lance. That's going to pay dividends later in the season and in the future. Jerry Jones in the front office, absolutely balling. You you know what Jerry said, right? And he what said it say? last year, and he said it last year, and he said the last 30 years. It's been, it's been about 30 years now. He said, he said the Cowboys are the best team. Oh, he also said he would have and, sh- and should have or would have drafted Jalen Hurts if he had the opportunity you realize you took Trayvon Diggs two picks prior. You don't say that about your rival, right? Let's not live again, in the past, Britt. Britt, why are you bringing again, up old stuff? No, 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 Jay. I need you again, again. When Jerry makes these comments, he's been saying it for the last thirty years. The Cowboys don't do well. So you got to speak it into fans? existence, Britt. Hey, well, what existence is this going to go into? <laughs> Well, come on, I'm about to do the dang time. Like, where, where are we at? <laughs> where, where, what existence? Is this some third world that we can't see? Dimension we can't see? Okay. All right, I'm done. All right. Jerry Jones, Baldwin. Go ahead, Britt. Who you got for us? Uh, I had a little joke, but I guess I can't say it anymore because, you know, K-Walk's kind of been my, my guy today, so I'll, I'll leave that one nah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, come on, man. Gonna... We got to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, uh, the Yankees has been balling. They won last night. They, winning they three are winning tonight. Now, they are right. winning tonight. I don't know. We'll hope they make the playoffs. We'll see what happens. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have a problem with no Yankees. I don't have a problem with the Yankees. No, um, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to to the U.S., um, USA and, and Jamaica's track, female track team, Sha'Carri yeah. Richardson and Sharika Jackson. They they both was balling. Shelly Ann Frazier-Price, I'm going to throw her in there. Um, Gabby Thomas, so forth. Um, and the way they just came together, I loved it. I love to see it. Um, and I hope we can stop putting these two teams against each other like the media has been doing for years because personally, I love all these athletes. I love the athletes. Um, so they've all been balling. Yeah, for sure. They're they're definitely fun to watch, entertaining. And it looks like there's love between them too. Like the media yeah, does want to pit the U.S. against Jamaica, but it's obviously all these girls have respect for each other and care about each other. So, yeah, that's definitely a good call. All right, y'all, before we get out of here, K-Walk, let the people know where they can find you, what you're looking forward to this week. Go for it. Yeah, uh, Instagram, uh, Kevin.Walker142. X, if you want to call it that, and now um, at Kevin Walker one four two Facebook, um, catch me on there. And tomorrow night, catch me uh, sports talk with K Walk and E Scott. We'll never had so good sports radio, uh, seven p.m. to nine p.m. Uh, and uh, the link will be on my uh, my social media pages. Check this out, guys. Some good stuff there. We like to have some fun. You know, we infotain, uh, as we like to call it. You know, we infotain. We give you information. And we like to entertain as well. Uh, what I'm looking for. 
this well this week, Thursday night, my Florida Gators go up against the Utah uh, Utah Utes. So we'll we'll see how they uh, they fan out. And uh, as Britt mentioned earlier, it's week one of college football. We talked about Penn State, West Virginia. We talked about Florida, Utah. We talked about Colorado, TCU. Looking forward to a, a great week of the first week of college football. Be so dialed in, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, looking forward to it, guys. Yeah, good stuff. You guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on all the social media platforms. And like UK Walk, man, I'm just excited about college football and the long weekend, Labor Day weekend. So we're going to get to enjoy some football without having to worry about going back to work on Monday. So definitely looking forward to that. (laughs) Rick, what you got for us? Um, You guys can find me, of course, on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at Brittany Monique. Instagram, at Brittany Monique's right there at the bottom of the screen. Thread is the new one. TikTok, same thing. I'm all at Brittany Monique. That's that's what it is um, everywhere. Um, also on this show and I also started a new show. Actually, it didn't come out yet, but it is coming soon. It's called Locked In. Um, so that will be coming soon, hopefully on Sundays. Um, hopefully I get some of these guys to come on. It is in New York. So K-Walk, you might be able to come down to the city. Oh, Jay. Really? Yeah, it's, it's in New okay. York. So I'm going to try to get you on there soon right. hopefully right. uh jay I, I know you're a little further but when you out yeah. here let me know we'll try to get <laughs> we'll you work on it out <laughs> we'll work it out also um but of course you could catch us right here on the sideline speaks um every tuesday night also but i'm looking forward to uh college football's coming on hopefully i can sit down and watch it i gotta cook that on saturday but i'm gonna try to make sure i can watch especially my team ohio state um, and I do want to see that Colorado game. And then next week, and I know we'll be back on next week, but next week starts the NFL season. Let's yeah. go. How about them Cowboys? Bang, bang, nine again. Don't make me remove you again, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I will remove you again. <laughs> that, that was cold, Britt. I didn't know what happened. I thought I got cut off. I was like, man. I know, right? I was like, wow. Wow. That was, that was good. That was funny. And we um, all play each other this year, too. So it kind of a round robin oh, type It's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, fun, fun yeah. football season for sure. This one's going to be fun. I can't wait yeah. for them Cowgirls fans to get mad at Dak when he's throwing his umpteenth interception again. That's why we got Trey. That's why so we got Trey, baby. Oh, now now these Cowboys fans are like our diehard Trey fans. They're believers now. Right. You, you heard that. They're believers like, now. Where did this come from? Here we yeah, they were That's making fun of me. Like, that was the worst cycle. draft in the history. That was the worst trade in the history of the 49ers and the NFL. But now we got oh, we got Sir Lancelot. I can't, I can't, I can't think of the same. But what's that saying? How does it go? Doing the same thing and expecting the same result is what? Insanity. 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 Expecting a different, yeah. Or whatever. I'm sorry. Expecting (laughs) a different result is what? Insanity. I think Cowboys and Insanity go hand in hand. So there you go. Okay, we're going. We're going to leave it right there. I'm not going to say too much. I'm going to be a humble cowboy fan this year. Jay, you know, you know, you know, I'm a good trash talker, so I'm coming with it this year. I'm going to let you have it, Britt. I ain't going to be as soft as as I was last year. I I I let you slide for what you did. That's unforgivable. So we're coming for it. Let's go. I'm going to let you have it, Britt. I'm going to let you have it. I'm a humble. I'm a humble cowboy this year. No Ben Simmons love for you, Jay. No Ben Simmons love for you. Don't come back to South Jersey. 
I'm, I'm actually be back in a couple weeks, actually. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. I'm, you know, you heard I'm, that, I can, my South Jerseyans and Philly fans. You heard that. I don't right? have, I don't have nothing against the Eagles. I'm kind of, you know, like you are Ohio State fan, but you don't have anything against Penn State. I'm kind of that same way. I'm a cowboy. I don't have nothing against the Eagles. You know, I, they're a fine organization. I don't have nothing against them. I'm just rolling with the boys. I'm just rolling with the boys this year. That's wow, all. Okay. <laughs> okay. But all right, folks. Uh, we certainly appreciate you guys <laughs> watching us tonight. We will be back next Tuesday live here at 7 p.m. We'll have some actual real football games to talk about a little bit next week, some college games, and then we'll be previewing some of the good NFL stuff. So should be a great show next week. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends as we continue to try to grow this show and the platform. And we'll be back live next Tuesday right here at 7 p.m. For Brittany Jones and Kevin Walker, I'm Jason Collins. We'll see you guys next week. <clears throat> Your inside never had it so good sports radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports.